Welcome to Did We Just Become Best Friends? I'm your host, Lydia Stutzman, and I want to thank you so much for listening to my podcast. This is my passion project and a place where I love to interview people that inspire me. And sometimes they are just random people I see on socials and then I reach out and they agree to be on the show. Most times my guests are people that I am genuinely fascinated by and I just have a curiosity for how other people live their best, most successful, most inspirational lives. And so thanks for tuning in. Let's get into this week's episode. Welcome to Live Laugh Lydia. I am Lydia Stutzman, your host, and I am here in beautiful, sunny South Florida. And I am doing an episode today. It is Wednesday, July 6th, and I'm here by myself. And the reason why I'm doing this little bonus filler episode is because I just recorded episode four with the most amazing guest, and I have been busy this week booking new guests. So I thought to myself, you know, I my goal is always to try and publish on Wednesdays. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so... Today is Wednesday, July 6th, and we just got out of the July 4th holiday, and, well, I have some things to say about that, but we'll get into that in a minute. So, here on Live, Laugh, Lydia, we talk about things to help you live better, laugh a whole lot, and have entertainment, because I, myself, need to be entertained with what's going on in the world. I need fun in my life, where I check out. So, <clears throat> and then, of course, the Lydia, whatever I want to rant about. So, today is kind of a hodgepodge. We don't have a super seriously structured episode to uh, go through, but I did take the liberty of looking at a few things that I like to check out. So I'm a broadcast journalism teacher. I teach TV production and journalism. And the funny thing is when my kids tell me there's nothing for the news, I'm like, are you kidding me right now? There is always something going on. There's always something to talk about and there is always a story you know you could say to me you know here's a pen and I will find a way to make this pen into a story okay so that's what I kind of have to do on those bonus episodes where we feel like there's nothing to talk about there's always something to talk about but the kids get a little lazy so Let's talk about today being Wednesday, July 6th, and it is 2022. And if you look at your Facebook memories from two years ago, what we were going through in July of 2020, I'll never forget it because we were in the thick of it with COVID and quarantining. I don't even think we were allowed to go to the beach. The beaches were closed. What a summer. Uh, those are some Facebook memories I'd soon just as soon rather forget. But anyway, we got through it. So, <clears throat> excuse me, some of us are still getting through it and still going through it. I still have people not showing up to events or showing up to events and then a week later saying, I'm not here because I'm, I have COVID or I can't go to this because I got COVID or somebody in my house got COVID and I was exposed to COVID. I, I, can't, I can't even believe we're still talking about it, but we are. So. Anyway, let's talk about what is the national day today. All right, so today is National Fried Chicken Day. So whether you are going to KFC, Popeyes, Chick-fil-A, your arteries will <clears throat> not thank you later. 
But it is National Fried Chicken Day, and um, I don't eat a lot of fried foods. It's just not my thing. It's never been my thing. And can I just say, I don't want to eat anything skin. <laughs> I know this sounds terrible, but I get a little disgusted by fried chicken because what does everybody say is the best part? The skin, the fried part, where all the batter is. That grosses me out. I take it off and I give it to my husband. So I'm like, I don't want to eat anything skin. I don't want to eat anything's tail. I'm just a plain Jane eater. So I will say the Chick-fil-A chicken nuggets are delicious. And please don't hate on me because I eat Chick-fil-A. It's delicious. If you don't like the company, don't support them. Okay. So that's the beauty about this country. Is it not that we have a choice and we can support a business or not support a business. We can be a patron or not be a patron. We can start our own business if we don't like the way others do business. So that's one of the things I love about our beautiful country that we live in. So let's talk about what else today is. So besides being National Fried Chicken Day, it is actually National Hand Roll Day. And I don't really know exactly what that is. I'm assuming it's some type of sushi. So... July 6th ushers in National Hand Roll Day with the freshest flavor and style of the day encourages us to explore our senses by experiencing one of sushi's culinary pleasures. So I am a fan of um, not the hand roll that's kind of in that cylinder uh, rice, clearish rice paper. I am actually more of a fan of just a regular roll. I was a Johnny completely on the sushi trend anyway, and I try not to eat so much rice because I'm trying to do low carb. Can we just say how there's never a good time to be on a diet? So I have been on a weight loss journey for a very long time. I've been chubby all my life, and then later in my adulthood went into severe morbid obesity. And almost four years ago, because my birthday will actually be the four-year anniversary of my surgery, Almost four years ago, I had bariatric surgery, which, oh, by the way, is not cheating. Somebody the other day, I saw them out and about, and they said they had the gastric sleeve, and they're like, I cheated. Can I just tell you, having a medical intervention for a disease where you risk your life going under anesthesia is hardly what I would call cheating, okay? Copying somebody's answers on a test is cheating, Having a medical intervention to save your life and increase your longevity is not cheating. So let me not get fired up about that right now. The reason I brought it up is because I don't eat a lot of rice because it fills me up too fast because I had the gastric sleeve surgery and my stomach is small. Four, almost four years later, thank God my stomach is still very small and I can only eat so much at a time. However, understand this. If I wanted to eat a Krispy Kreme donut, I could. I could eat that Krispy Kreme donut, and then it would fill me up. And then I'd get probably a little sick to my stomach from the sugar because all that sugar is not good for us. But let me just say this. They are delicious. I love a Krispy Kreme donut. My problem is I could eat six of them. I don't just want one, so it's a trigger, right? But my old stomach, I could eat six of them, no problem. They just melt in your mouth. They're buttery and delicious. They're hot and now, and they are amazing. So my new stomach, I can only handle one or two, right? It's the carbs and the cookies and the chips and the cakes. They kind of slide through the sleeve. They call them slider foods. I can eat more than I should and not feel as full. 
But let's just say I could only eat one. An hour later, I could be hungry again and eat another one. An hour later, I could be hungry again and eat another one. Or even if I'm not hungry, I could eat it. So in theory, I could eat one an hour for 12 hours and take in about 3,600 calories, and I could gain weight. When you have bariatric surgery or when you work any program, and they all work if you work the program, you can put weight on. It doesn't matter if I choose to eat the wrong foods and I'm not in a calorie deficit. So, all right, now that we've cleared that up, it is National Fried Chicken Day. I am not eating fried chicken today, but if you do, that is your prerogative. So good for you. All right, so let's talk about what is trending today. Well, before we do that, let's go back to choices. Some of my wonderful friends acquaintances, people I follow on social media, decided that they were depressed this 4th of July. I'm not celebrating the 4th of July because I'm disappointed in my country. Let me tell you something. I will rarely get political on this podcast because I value my job and I'm a teacher. And I also value something that is unheard of these days that you have your own opinion. And it, oh, by the way, might be different than mine. And I'm respectful of that. So I'm not unfriending you or unfollowing you. But I didn't love the whole sentiment of, I'm disappointed in our country. I'm not flying my flag this 4th of July. I'm putting it down or at half staff. Okay, first of all, let me be very clear. I am so forever grateful that I hit the country lottery and was born in the United States of America. Thank you, Jesus. We can't help what country we're born in. We can't help what race we're born. We can't help where we live, where our parents have us until the time we're of an adult age that we can go make a move and fend for ourselves. But I am so thankful I was born in the United States of America. So I just want to take a moment to thank our military who fight for our freedom every day. Both of my um, dads were veterans. You know, my dad was in the Army. My stepdad was in the Army. So, you know, thank you so much for your service and what you do for us. If you don't like it, there's the door. And I hate to be like that because I like to be a positive person. But I am positive that I'm not putting up with your BS. Thank you to those who celebrated the 4th of July and celebrated our magnificent country. And it's being in this country that gives us the choice to have those opinions and those freedoms. You want to protest? You want to have your say? You want your freedom of speech on social media? Have it. I'm okay with that. But I didn't love the anti-USA sentiment. That does not sit well with me. So, because that's negative, we're not going to dwell on that and stay on that for too much longer. So, let's get into more positive, fun things, shall we? Because this is my podcast and I get to do what I want. And if you don't want to listen, that's okay. And for those of you who are listening, thank you. Thank you so much for being here with me, Live, Laugh, Lydia. Okay, so what is trending today? I took a moment to look at what's trending, and there is something called Book Talk. So the Book Talk Challenge. Now, I didn't know what this was. I had a feeling it was somehow affiliated with TikTok, but I'm not on TikTok that much. I feel like that's a missed opportunity because during quarantine, I could have been the TikToking teacher and I could have, uh, you know, really capitalized on that. But, you know, coulda, shoulda, woulda. Um, 
I spend entirely too much time on my phone. And then, of course, I'm doing the podcast now and I'm doing a lot of digital things that require me to stay on top of what's trending or listen to other people people's podcasts, edit my own podcast, upload it. There's a lot of work involved. So I can see the fascination with TikTok because it is absolutely so entertaining. The very first time somebody showed me a video from TikTok, I was like, what is this? This is before COVID. And before we um, left school to quarantine and teach from home. And I was like, oh my gosh, I could get lost in this for hours. It's just so highly entertaining. But before I go on down that rabbit hole, because there's a whole world out there on TikTok I'm dying to explore, but I just don't know which direction to go. It's very overwhelming. Let's talk about the book talk. So the book talk challenge has a hashtag, hashtag B-O-O-K-T-O-K challenge. Hashtag book club, hashtag TikTok partner, hashtag sponsor. This is what a lot of the bloggers and influencers are using for this book talk. It is actually encouraging our kids to read. We like this challenge. So if your kids are going to be on TikTok and doing things like wasting hours of their time scrolling, this is a positive challenge. It's actually challenging your kids to go read a book and get on TikTok and talk about it and promote it. So how cool is this if you wrote a book and people actually go read it and then they promote it on an amazing platform? And we can't deny it, guys. We can hate it. We can not like TikTok, but it is a platform that exploded. And let me tell you what, the minute that TikTok goes public, that is the IPO to buy. For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, the initial public offering. So I am patiently waiting for that company to go public. All right. So the Book Talk Challenge is very positive. It's fun to see. I haven't explored it too much. I'm not sure what everybody's actually reading when they're getting off the TikTok. My son likes, um, he's interested in anime, so he reads the manga. He reads the graphic novels. And I say, I don't care. Whatever my son wants to do, if it involves reading, let him read it. I don't care what he reads as long as he's reading. And as long as it's obviously age-appropriate. But what is age-appropriate these days anymore? Do we even know? Our kids are exposed to the internet so early, and they have the whole Netflix world at their fingertips. I mean, we can't even talk about that right now. That's for another time. So when I mentioned TikTok earlier, I'm fascinated by all these people that are supposedly making all this money on TikTok. Are they really making all this money on TikTok? Now, I'm not talking about the Charlie D'Amelio's of the world because she's, it's incredible. The revenue she produced she was the number one um, paid TikToker last year, over 17 million. I actually met her. She reps a product called Step Mobile, which I love because I'm a finance teacher. So I actually love that product for myself, for my kids, and I use it and I collaborate with them. This is not sponsored, by the way. But one day I hope to be. Got to get to a thousand downloads before I can get sponsored or monetized. So please, please, pretty please download this podcast. All right. Um, so anyway, we're not talking about that kind of making money as the influencers who blew up because they got on very early, very early went viral. I'm talking about all of these different people that are having true side hustles, true passive income, true, um, you know, monetization through TikTok, whether it's placing ads and affiliate marketing, or are they posting and going viral 
and they have enough of a following to be monetized and sponsored? Or are they selling their course? Are they selling their coaching, their consulting, um, <clears throat> selling training, selling items? I don't know. I really don't know what it is, what the special sauce is. But I'm very highly intrigued about it because I thought to myself, what if <laughs> my kids and all the time they spent on their phone on TikTok or Snapchat or Instagram or whatever the platform is, what if they actually were doing something wise with that time and could make money on the platform? What would the opportunity be? So I'm still researching that. I'm very curious. If you know, if you know of the opportunity that's legitimate for these kids to really truly find a way to monetize and, and make extra passive side income. And I say passive income, but really honestly, it takes effort to get to the passive part. So let's just talk about the side hustle of it all. What's the best one? What is legitimate? What what are you liking? So if you know, email me, LydiaStutzman at gmail.com, LydiaStutzman at gmail.com, L-Y-D-I-A-S-T-U-T-E-S-M-A-N at gmail.com. All right. So that is what's trending today, book talk. Another thing, another fun thing that's trending, because I love, and I don't know why I love these stupid celebrities that are so wealthy. I don't know why I'm so fascinated with their life. I don't know if it's because I'm fascinated with the what would it like to be them for a day or what would it be like to like be friends with them or know them. I don't know. I have those thoughts sometimes. But Justin Timberlake sold his radio catalog. His I say radio catalog. His, his music catalog. His solo music. For $100 million. Let that sink in for a second. Okay, even at your abominable interest rate at the bank. Let's let's do the math. I'm always fascinated by the fact that we get so little interest when we put our money in a regular savings account. Not that you would put $100 million in a savings account because you wouldn't. I don't even know if my iPhone calculator goes up this highway. Times 1%. The interest alone is a million dollars. Even if you got the worst interest rate possible out there. I'd like to have that problem. That would be a great problem to have. So some people were saying that they didn't think he sold it for high enough. And then that prompted me to say to myself, Justin Timberlake, who I'm a big fan. I, I saw NSYNC back in the day when they were in concert. I have a funny NSYNC story, actually. I have two. But Justin Timberlake sells his music catalog for $100 million, and some people were saying it was not enough, and he's already got a net worth of $57 million. So why is it not enough? That's more money than anybody needs in their lifetime. I could get a million dollars and turn that into something. I don't need $100 million. But the interest alone, the abominable 0.01% or 1% interest alone is enough to live off of, right? And he doesn't need the money. So why is it not good enough? Why are we never satisfied? Why is it never enough? How much is enough? How much money is enough money? How much is enough? I asked myself that question because I don't make a huge salary as a teacher, but I do pretty well, and my husband and I have you know income. So... It's my spending problem that puts me in the in in the gutter and the negative net worth. <laughs> it's not my salary, it's living beyond my means. Okay. So 
the other thing that was trending today that I saw, there's two more things we'll touch on. By the way, episodes have to be at least 23 minutes long to get monetized. And I, I'm almost there. I'm like, I have the, the length of the episodes. I am paid for, published in all the directories, but I need a thousand downloads before I can do monetization. So I'm very excited. I'm excited about growing this podcast slowly and organically. And I want it to be for me. And even if nobody listens, it's going to be for me. I'll have to download a thousand times, I guess. All right. So two things. Selena Gomez's new hair. First of all, I love Selena Gomez. I think she's adorable. I loved her on Wizards of Waverly Place. I think she's a sweetheart. I, I'm really proud of her for raising, aware, raising awareness on her health issues. Um, even though I'm a fan of just putting out to the universe that you are only in the best of health. I am in perfect health. I have abundance. I do those affirmations all the time. But Selena Gomez has new hair. It's long hair and it has bangs. It's nothing new. It's not groundbreaking, earth-shattering. It's not saving a village from a fire. But we love, apparently, what's trending today, Selena Gomez's new hairdo. And that, my friends, is part of our reason why our country has some issues, because we are... We have our priorities in the wrong spot. And I'm guilty as charged because I love my celebrity gossip. All right. So finally, as we wind down with what's trending today, Logan Paul has decided, and again, I, I try not to get too political because I value my job and I don't want to ever insult anybody. And whether you're left, right, or in the middle, I don't care. I love you. We can still be friends. We can disagree. So in 2032, when he's old enough, because there is an age requirement, Logan Paul has decided he is going to run for president. And he will bring his um, brother, Jake Paul, to the White House. So everybody that accuses the nepotism, I find this hysterical. Can I please have some siblings that want to take me to the higher part of the mountain? I mean, I'm all for it. Um... Can you imagine if you're Jake Paul and Logan Paul becomes president and he doesn't take you with him? I mean, come on. I have a dear friend who we disagree completely politically. But I said, if you ever become president, please just appoint me to the Department of Education. And I, come on, let's let's make some good things happen for our, our people. Because at the end of the day, it's about the kids and their future. And I want them to have a great education. I don't care what color or, you know, uh, side of the aisle you're on. Red, blue, I don't care. All right, so Logan Paul said in 2032. Now, may I ask a question? Why on earth does anybody want this job? I mean, he's already got the fame. He's got the fortune. He's got the fun. Getting paid millions to get his butt beat in a ring. But, oh, he says, by the way, he is going to appoint Jake Paul as the Secretary of Defense. So I'm going to lobby right now for the Department of Education because I'm an, I'm an educator. So I, I believe I'm qualified and I'm a parent. So Logan Paul for president 2032, you know, he will have a legitimate campaign. I do believe that he will have funding. I do believe that as well. But why does anybody want this job to lose all privacy and security globally? That that happens already when you become a celebrity. So I don't know. I don't know what he thinks he's going to accomplish with this. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. That's the beauty of this country. 
All right, and then finally, oh, we had one last little tidbit of information. We have Lizzo, who went viral, drinking her new drink as the joke. It was satirical. It was not meant to be taken seriously. Lizzo loves Coca-Cola with lime juice, and I have a sneaky suspicion that Coca-Cola had a hand in that. I mean, come on. Why wouldn't it be Pepsi or another drink? Coca-Cola. I want to know. Did Lizzo get paid? And why was it regular Coke and not Diet Coke? Hmm. Only Lizzo knows the answer to this question. So that's what's trending today. Um, not going to talk about Elon Musk. Uh, I, I don't love that whole side of things. I don't love spending $44 billion on Twitter, potentially, if this deal does officially finish. There's so many people starving out there, and you have a billions. We could really feed a lot of people. We could educate a lot of kids. So why do you have to buy Twitter? Why are we doing that? All right. That's what's trending. That's what's going on in Live, Laugh, Lydia land. Next week on the podcast, I have an amazing guest. Wait until you meet him. His name is Josiah Paletta. And I'll give you just a brief background before we wrap up. Josiah was in a documentary that I showed my kids, my students. I say my kids. They're not my kids, but they're my students. And I love them, so I call them my kids. And I'm one of those teachers who I really care about my students, genuinely. And I want them to do the most amazing and greatest things, even if it's just being a good person. It doesn't always have to be about fame and fortune. But go out in the world and be wonderful and don't be an asshole. That's my wish for you. And... Josiah is a high school teacher and a football coach in Ohio, and he was featured in a documentary called Borrowed Future about his journey um, trying to become debt-free and being over $100,000 in student loan debt, and he was featured in this documentary that I showed my class because in May they were so checked out. I'm like, I have got to find a good video for them to watch that we can discuss, and one of my students was so moved by it. She's like, Miss Desmond, that was an eye-opener. So I reached out to him and face. That's the beauty of our digital marketing land and our social media. I reached out to Josiah. I friended him on Facebook. He accepted my request, and I asked him to come on the podcast. And I just only launched this very recently, so he's only my third guest. We had never met in person, but he agreed to do the podcast, and we recorded it earlier today, so it's going to be edited up, and hopefully my editing skills will improve. I apologize for anybody who's been listening, and we had a little dead air I'm working on it. I've paid for directories. I've paid for hosting. I've paid for this. I've paid for that. And now I'm going to have to pay for a better audio editing tool (laughs) until I get back to school and I'm in Final Cut Pro, which I love. So anyway, we'll have Josiah Paletta on the podcast next time. And we are going to talk about all the things, um, how he was chosen to do the documentary, what happened, how it changed his life, and where him and his family are at now. And it's just a great story. It's a feel-good story. And I like to feel good. Because on Live, Laugh, Lydia, we like to have happy, positive, fun things. All the fun things. All right. Well, that's it for me. Today's episode is short. Little bonus content. It's a wrap. And I will see you next Wednesday. Make it an amazing day wherever you are listening to this around the world. Have the best day ever. I'm so excited you're here. Thank you for listening. As always. Thank you so much for listening and wherever you are in the world, cheers to you for all the best health, wealth, and happiness. 
see you next time on Did We Just Become Best Friends?